So obviously, you know, Donald Trump faces a whole faces a whole litany of charges setting stemming from civil to to criminal up at the federal level. And the judge in the federal case, Tanya Chutkin, was was pretty clear when she said, I'll take whatever measures necessary to protect the integrity of these proceedings when she cautioned Donald Trump and his attorneys to take special care in your public statements in the case. Um, And now there are some attorneys across the country that are saying not only does Donald Trump and his attorneys need to be very careful what they say, but potentially he has disqualified himself from the presidency. Joseph Ferguson is the co-director of the National Security and Civil Rights Program at Loyola University, Chicago, and joins us. Joe, good to have you. Joe, we got you there? Yep. Uh, good, you got to, me now? good to have you. Yep, yep I got you. Oh. And Tom Durkin also with us, nationally known trial lawyer specializing in defense of uh, high complex federal criminal matters. Uh, Tom, good to have you. Nice to be here. Thanks. So so when when Judge Chuckin came out and said, you know, kind of tread lightly, was that was that uh, usual in cases like this or was she really trying to put her foot down and say saying you need to be careful what you say because I'll take some pretty drastic measures if uh, otherwise. Joe, we'll start with you. Um, from my perspective, and I'm a former federal prosecutor, Tom's a criminal defense attorney, but also a former federal prosecutor. Um, that is not unusual um, because what the judge is endeavoring to do is to maintain the integrity of the case. And that means that the evidence is not it's not tried in the court of public opinion. You don't affect the ability to, to select uh, an objective, neutral, untainted jury, that the witnesses aren't intimidated and so on and so forth. So that's not unusual. But this, of course, is a very different situation because the defendant is a political figure. And the underlying facts tied to politics. That makes it very unusual. From my perspective, it doesn't make it unusual for the lawyers who are officers of the court. But there's a lot of cliff walking that's going to go on with respect to the defendant, Donald Trump. Meanwhile, Tom, Tom Durkin with us. This isn't, you know, Donald Trump doesn't lose his First Amendment right to speak. But when you start talking about discovery, it's a different process. How careful not only does Donald Trump need to be going forward, but but his attorneys, what role do they play in making sure that, A, Donald Trump doesn't say anything that would incriminate himself, potentially, allegedly, or or B, how do they, would could they face legal trouble here if, if they're not tight-lipped? Absolutely. Um, although I agree with Joe, it's not uncommon for judges to issue protective orders, which is what this controversy was all over. And... Uh, to turn a typical protective order into a First Amendment argument is, is considerable reach. Um, but yes, they have to be careful. They, they, they have to be careful because I think they have a client that can't be trusted. Um, I, I think the client uh, usually looks for lawyers that he, he, he wants a mouthpiece and not lawyers. Um, and he's, he's a dangerous guy from a uh, keeping his mouth shut standpoint. He he tends to shoot his mouth off very quickly. He tends to send crazy tw- tweets out uh, or whatever it is, truth social. Um, and he seems very careless with what he's saying. And I think the lawyers, good lawyers, are going to have to keep an eye on that, although he seems to have 
somewhat calmed down, although I suppose that's subject to change on an hourly basis. Meanwhile, uh, you you guys wrote uh, an interesting story about Donald Trump's potential qualifications for for the presidency. Um, You know, I think there was a uh, there were people kind of hypothesizing that Donald Trump's early entry into uh, running again for president was kind of a shield in case these cases came down. And and a lot of uh, legal experts thought that they certainly would. Now that they're here, is there any sort of protection for Donald Trump as he's running for president? And then going into the future, Joe, um, how does that impact his ability to run and then potentially hold that that seat? So two things here. Um, One is we have state proceedings and federal proceedings. If Donald Trump becomes president, he can pardon himself um, on the federal cases and any any sort of criminal activity that might violate a federal law. But what he can't do is pardon himself for state charges. And that's the significance of the Georgia indictment from last week, most particularly. And um, that 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 changes the game quite a bit. Um, and what's come out recently, uh, conservative legal scholarship from folks that follow the so-called originalist um, theory of constitutional interpretation, members of the Federalist Society, um, uh, which really is sort of the stripe of conservative ju- uh, judges that Donald Trump has picked uh, when he was president, have said, hey, look, regardless of whether whether he can pardon himself or not, um, Uh, We have something we have to attend to first, and that is the Constitution says he is disqualified from becoming president or holding any office in which that which involves an oath to the Constitution. And uh, it's not that complicated from the perspective of Georgia, because the case in Georgia is based upon evidence from the very public officials, elected officials, Republican elected officials. Um, who will be deciding whether or not Donald Trump can get on the ballot in Georgia in 2024. And it's unlikely they're going to, one, um, uh, testify for the government against Donald Trump and then turn around and say, ah, but we're going to let him on the ballot anyway, because under the 14th Amendment, he is technically disqualified and they have a job and a duty to actually apply the Constitution. Tom Durkin, do you expect Donald Trump to... To just bow out uh, quietly and, and kind of go without a fight? If he's smart, he will. Um, I, I, I think, but <laughs> do I expect it? No. So uh, what, 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 I, when, you say, when you say if he was smart, he would, why do you say that? Because I think he's looking at serious penitentiary time if he's convicted. Uh, the federal cases, the, the, particularly the January 6th case, um, carries enormously bad sentencing guidelines, and if he goes down in the federal court and at least in the state court in Georgia, with small exception, I'm told that there's a five-year minimum mandatory sentence in that case. He's looking at the possibility of spending the rest of his life in prison, which may sound crazy to people, but uh, because of his status, but that's what he's looking at. And if I were his lawyer. Um, I think I, I would want very much to use these card, the Trump card, so to speak, of not running for office as a way to barter his way out of jail. 
that that's what I think would be a smart move because that's what he's looking at. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Joe, last question um, in terms of of the timeline of all of these these hearings, these trials. Um, how does this shake out? Because you've got Fannie Willis down in Fulton County saying she wants to try this thing in six months. I don't see that happening. But but how do you how do you see the, the schedule kind of playing out? Um, first off, nobody can predict it. Um, second off, um, I would I view Fannie Willis's um, assertion as basically laying down a marker to you know sure. to, to, to 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 sort of move, try to push the judge. But realistically, knows full well that we're not going to trial in that case in the spring. Um, the easiest case to try is actually the classified information mm-hmm. case, which is down in Florida. Um, and then the next one in, in, in terms of accessibility is probably the January 6th case. And right now we're going to have to wait and see what Judge Chutkin does. But this is this is this is quite a uh, per, the proverbial yeah. cluster. Um, yeah. The defense attorneys want to kick this off until after the election. And the prosecutors are going to want to press ahead, and yep. the judges are well, all it, have a conundrum. There's no doubt. It's going to be very interesting. Joseph Ferguson, Tom Durkin, thank you so much for the time. Look forward to talking with you again very soon. Got to take a break. Your calls, text coming up next.